me, I'm alive. I'm, I'm very much alive. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to quickly say some things before I honor them more because they fought, you know, the enemy. Satan has attacked them seriously. And the reason, I just, I'm just saying that to say that our lives are the proof of this gospel, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are not preaching any other gospel except the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, it has shown in our family life, in our day-to-day -day life, in uncovering who our enemy is and making us to know that we are in a battle zone. We are not preaching anything. The, the reason why people attack this message, sir, is because the enemy also have a seat in them. Amen. Amen. So because the enemy has a seat in them, then you would fight, you fight to keep your life. Because one of the things this message does is that you want to take your life from you. You understand? Jesus said it. He said, if you, do, you are not ready to lose your life, you can't find it. And that's one of the challenges that a lot of people have with the message because you don't want to lose your, you don't want to go into zones whereby your life will not be taken away from you. And the reason for church is to uncover that truth. You know, the truth whereby the realm whereby you don't have your life of your own anymore. Because Paul said it, he said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. All those things that Paul said there is a process. I am crucified with Christ is not one day. So he died daily. He said it in other places that, you know, you have to take your cross. Even Jesus said it. And follow me. Paul said, I die daily. Meaning that the death of the cross is not, the death of the cross is the accumulation is the end of all the deaths you've been dying. Meaning that your death has a beginning. So Christianity is a, it's a, it's a death, is a death, um, what's it called? Uh, it's a death journey or death, it's a dying adventure. It's, 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 it's a, Christianity, amen, amen. It's not, is a, a zone whereby they, they kill you to make you live. Right? Amen. So because you have to, all day, day long, you need to die and then live unto your love or your maker. Right? So when they say maker, he wants to make you another person. Right, so that you would live unto him, and that's the will of God for us, and that's one of the reasons why you know we face so much war because the enemy has infused himself with man, the enemy lives in man. You know, there is this statement we say in Nigeria, I said, Yoruba, meaning that people are Satan, Satan brought men to that place whereby people can be Satan. When you see people, you know, a lot of people say, ah, that's why you go to church to kill people. You know, in some churches, sorry to use it, I, I'm not against church anyway, but you see people say, fall down and die, my enemy die, and then you are talking about your next neighbor, right? The reason for that is because your next neighbor maybe is carrying Satan. 
Because the way your next neighbor is behaving is not behaving like a normal human being. Behaving like Satan. Meaning that you can see, Satan did it so much that you can see his nature in man. Amen. If you see some thoughts in Lagos, you see that, you know, like this is Satan. You see people just behaving weird. So Satan, that is, that is, that is another religion. Or the life of Satan being revealed in man. Sin is the life of the enemy being revealed in man. Right? Don't mind me that I'm starting on this. No, I've not started. I'm just trying to. So we fight because of that. Because we, we are ready to lose that life. That life of sin and death. And that's why I'm here today. You understand? You know, this kind of meeting, you don't have many people. But later, people will begin to flow into it. Many people will come because they will know that the enemy has robbed them of the life they ought to live. Because in the beginning, the Bible says that let us make man in our image. Meaning that man can carry God's image. And that was what Satan did to him. Moves because that is what he sees God wanting to do. Then he begins to fabricate images and move it into men. And then man becomes his temple. So they show his life to, to negate God's life. So that God's life will not be seen. God's life will not be known. So that he can reign or continue to reign. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that's, that's, that's the major reason why God raised our daddy, Reverend Kayodeo Yegoke, and all the pastors under them, and then move, you know, this life meeting in Canada, they actually discovered it online. They just discovered the, the ministry of the word of righteousness. Amen. So there is what is called word of righteousness, right? We'll go into all of that. The ministry of the word of righteousness was discovered by, I think, one of them. I think it was Pastor Jeff. And then he began to listen and listen. And then, you know, called his friends together, Pastor Bukumi, Pastor Femi. And then they began to listen. And that was how the whole thing started. And then they brought in daddy and then the teaching continues and you know that's how we got here and i tell you this man has labored died many deaths and i want us to i want to really honor them you know i want to thank you pastor bukumi for laboring in winnipeg for standing strong you know to see the word of god you know being ministered in this region you know because this is a heaven for people it's a safe place for people to come learn the word of God. The Bible says we should study to show ourselves approved. You know, you need to study till you show yourself in the spirit. Till they see you come alive in the spirit. Because if you don't study, that word study is not read Bible alone. You must learn the spirit. You must learn the word and the spirit. There is a manna. In the spirit. There is a movement in the spirit. You know Jesus said it several times. What was the Bible Jesus was reading? When he said what I see my father do. He was studying spirit. Spirit movement. His father is the highest spirit. 
that can ever be. God is spirit. Amen. Amen. How many books you want to read to, to, to study that kind of spirit? Eh? They must help you. You get. They must gut you up. Even when Moses said, show me your glory. God had to put him in the cleft of the rock. The rock there is Christ. So they must help you in a way. So, so they must help you to study till you are up here. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. So thank you so much, Pastor. God bless you, sir. I want us to honor him again. Pastor Bukumi is a laborer. He's a, he's a great man. Uh, you know why? I, I know because I listen to him. I follow him. Anytime he's ministering, pastor is a machine of, right, of, of the word of God. I'm not lying to you. You, you might not see it. Me, I'm seeing it from afar. You need to discern this man. This is the kind of people wherever you have to go and sleep in their house. Lock yourself in there and say, talk. Talk for days. Uh, when we catch daddy in those days, we will sit, sit with him and he will teach us overnight. And then we will just be looking say, Bible, Bible. You understand, like Bible, so kidding, there were no Bible, Bible. You know, there's a way we see Bible. We think Bible is a solution place just to get my bread and butter. <laughs> Bible is more than bread and butter. Bible is power. It's empowering you to take flight into the spirit to become invincible. You can be visibly invincible, you know, by the spirit. So the reason why they gave you Holy Ghost is to, is to be able to, uh, what is it called, compare spiritual with spiritual. Meaning that they gave you spirit in word and then they gave you spirit in person. To be able to look into spirit. Because you can't see spirit without spirit. It takes spirit to see spirit. You cannot be born if you don't have the spirit. He said, he said whatever is born of the flesh. If you are flesh, you will see flesh. Mm. You can, if you are flesh, we do. If you carry this thing in flesh, you go see. Somebody said everything in the Bible is about money. Because it's money in the soul. It's, what, it's the eyes that is using to see Bible. <laughs> in the beginning, God didn't need money, sir. <laughs> to make heaven and earth. If he needed money, he would be stranded. To make this vast, this universe. Uh, what is holding? The, the Bible calls it the four wings. Eh? of the earth there are wings holding everywhere they can, you can just tell those wings oh yeah when I live there everything will collapse uh, it, it is something that's power that's the kind of empowerment you know God wants to do for us amen amen, amen. are we blessed tonight yeah. we are about to take flight to uh, me I, not, I, I want to fly I want to go and meet my God Amen. 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 Thank you so much, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you for all the labor. And I want to thank Pastor Jeff, too. Pastor Jeff is a powerhouse. As in, those are, those are not ordinary men. Those are men that, you know, the Bible talks about virgins. Seven virgins will hold them. And then they will tie their apron to their apron and say, ah, let us bear your name. Those are men that are, are dying. Yeah, via God's word. Well, if Pastor Jeff is ministry, I'll be wondering which kind of person is this guy? Who is this guy? I want to know this guy. This guy, I don't know him. Yeah, you know, those guys, message, when you hear message finish, you would, you would love God more. 
That's message. Amen. 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 Message that reveals your lover. As a message that, that gives you strength to journey, to walk with God. Those are the kind of messages we need in this time. Because this time that we are in is the last time. When Jesus came, that was the beginning of the last days. Amen. Amen. Are you following me? Or let's say it like this. When the Holy Ghost came, was the beginning of the last days. Because Peter said it in Acts, right? Amen. Act 2, he said, Joel prophesied that in the last days, he says what? Man, he says, the, he says, the spirit, he said, he will fill all flesh. He will pour out my spirit. That's the word. I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So that was the last days. The last days is when God poured out his spirit. That place says, I will pour out of my spirit. Joel says, I'll pour my spirit. But when Apostle Paul picked it up, he said, I'll pour out of my spirit. So the beginning of the last days is the pouring out of spirit, of God's spirit, right? So meaning that it was not all the spirit they gave. I will go there. We'll see it. But I, I'm just saying, I'm laying a foundation. So you could see that that was the beginning of the last days. But a time came when Peter began to say something else. In the book of First Peter, chapter 1, uh, I think verse 5, was saying there that a, a let's see it so that I would, I'll say it correctly. First Peter 1, if you, you'll see it there. I'm still greeting, though. Yes, so you could see it there. That was where verse 4 says, To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith, unto salvation. So, ready to be revealed in the last time. So, is in the last time they reveal salvation. So, there is a salvation here, the salvation that is incorruptible, right? That is what? Unfading. That is what? That is undefiled, then unfading. That fadeth not away. So there is a salvation that is incorruptible. That is what? Undefiled. And then fadeth not away. He says that salvation is ready to be revealed in the last time. So at this time where Peter was talking, he said this salvation is ready to be revealed. Meaning that there was a time that this salvation was not ready. They were not ready to reveal it. And that was when they poured out of the spirit. So that was the season of growth. Right? But the time came when they grew to a point. Right? They said there is a, this is a time whereby we want to give some kind of salvation that has been reserved in heaven. Kept. That word kept is like it's a secret. The secret of God that has been hidden from ages. It is the last time. And that was what Jesus said, that the gospel of this salvation will be preached to all nations. And then the end will come. So meaning that the end will not come. Are you following me tonight? I hope I'm not too fast. I'm trying to be too fast so that I will come sl slow later. 
but I just want to say. So those are the things that these men are trying to uncover. And it's all here hidden in the scripture. You know, there is one wisdom of God, eh? bro, Kelvin, that God hides things in plain sight. It's the wisdom of God. You read it and you will not see it. The Bible says in hearing they would hear and they would not hear. The seeing you will see and you will not see. The reason is so that you will not be converted. So that salvation will not come to you. And it's not God that did it. Because Jesus said it there. He said this is the work that the enemy has done. It's Satan's work. Satan did things that, you know, normally man should be spirit normally. And should be able to take God's things. But man, you know, something happened to man. And severe man from God. Right? So these are the people that I follow. And this is what they teach and what they uncover. Pastor Jeff is a veteran of God's word. I respect him a lot and I love him. Pastor, I love you. So I, I took a, like 10 minutes to preach you. Sure you understand. In case you are hearing me. <laughs> I love you. And so also Pastor Femi too. Pastor Femi is a laborer in Edmonton. Awesome man of God. And um, he has blessed me tremendously in various ways. Through God's word. Laboring tirelessly. In Edmonton and I pray for all of us that you know the work of God that God has placed in our hands will not suffer loss Amen. in Jesus name Amen. you know it would it will grow and grow and abound and not just I know that our heart is not a ministry because that's the truth that's why you didn't see me wear suit and tie I don't have time for all those things I just want to leave <laughs> I want to live the life of God. Yes. And I'm not lying to you. And the life of God is not in skirt and blouse. You understand? The life of God. You know, in Nigeria, those days, they'll say, if you don't wear skirt and blouse, you go to hair. You know? If you come to Canada, you will need trousers <laughs> to remain here. <laughs> because if the cool cash you, <laughs> nobody, nobody will tell you, say, go wear trousers. One, one woman, I heard a story, said the woman came here, you know, under some ministry and she said she doesn't want to wear trousers because, you know, it's a hell material. And, you know, and she stayed outside for like three minutes and they rushed her to the hospital. So after the treater finished, they said, Madam, will you wear, uh, he will say, I will start, he will change his, he change, she changed her message. He said, she doesn't want to go to heaven quickly. <laughs> Started wearing trousers. So, so the message, meaning that that message is regional, it's not the gospel. Yes, if it is the gospel, it will be universal. Mm -hmm. So there are some messages that when you move again, you reveal it. Say another version, don't come. <laughs> version 3 of 3.0. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I want to really appreciate everyone for being seated, you know. Um, Pastor made the call, and we all came for this meeting. Thank you so much, Saz and Ma. We really appreciate you. Thank you for coming. And I also have my brother here. That's my cousin, my, my, my blood. Um, she, he, he heard that I'm here, and he came around. As, he's also a pastor, Pastor Ayo. Okay, Thank you for coming. God bless you, sir. 
we we appreciate you. Yeah. And I'm excited to have you. you know, I'm encouraged <laughs> to have you seated here. And um, and everyone that also Pastor have invited, I welcome you and I thank you for coming. How are we blessed to be here tonight? Yes, and are we happy to go through this series together? Yes, uh -huh. Let's just let's labor together and uh, see how where God is going to take us to, you know, in this uh, teaching series. I believe so much that the Lord will help us to it will bat that fire that we are we are asking for. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that Lord, I I I cannot do any of this on my own. I don't even know anything. I am I am under you, Jesus. I come under you, Jesus. I ask that you help me tonight. I pray that you put right words in my mouth. You put forcible words in my mouth. You give me the tongue of the learned. You would help me, Jesus. You make my mouth the pen of a ready writer. Help me to speak words. Not just words. Help me to minister spirit. Help me to minister life. Help me, Lord, help me, Lord, that as I speak, you will give life. Amen. You will give your spirit. You will bet your fire. You will put your ghost in us. You will make us invincible. You will change us. You will change us. You will put a desire, an everlasting desire, a burning desire within our soul to long for you, to run towards you, and to run even into life even much more in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I also bring greetings from Saskatoon, from the brethren in Saskatoon. They are, they are also burning, you know, for the Lord. God is doing something awesome in Saskatoon, and we're grateful to God. And um, I also bring greetings from my wife and my daughter. And um, their heart is here with me. I know they are online right now connected and I uh, sweetheart thank you so much for releasing me I love you so much thank you for everything you know my wife is a she's a great woman she's taking good care of me she's taking care of me <laughs> my wife is she's just she's my blessing you see me so mm. yeah, I don't I, I'm a Jew boy you know, one wilderness boy. But my wife is the one pushing me up. <laughs> hmm? You see all my packaging. It's my wife. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are we ready tonight? Yes, sir. Are we sure? Yes, sir. If I look at this side, this side is saying yes, sir. If I look at this side, everybody's calm. Yeah, you're watching me. Well, who is this guy? Guy. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so Pastor, I've been, you know, telling me about um, <clears throat> just giving me hints on how God has been, you know, uh, ministering to us or, or leading us in the Word. And I think I just want to follow suit that direction. Amen. Amen. Are we ready? Amen. Amen. So let's, let's just see the word. Let's start from Acts. That Acts. We'll start from Act 2. Acts 
So it is word tonight, so it's just word. Word, and then we pray. So Act 2, if we start from Act 1, verse 8, right? So maybe we should start from there. Let's start from verse... It's when I, when I enter the word, everything always like stare at me, like just take me, take me, take me. So don't worry, I just don't mind me if I, if I say something and then I say, let's, let's move again. Don't worry, I'm, I'm just processing, trying to follow my spirit. Okay, so verse 4 says, and being assembled together with them commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which, say, which saith he, Yea, have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water. So it's Jesus that is talking here. He says, But ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. He says, so when, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will that at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the season which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. 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 So he said they would receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So meaning that the Holy Ghost is a conveyor or is a bringer of power. Right? Amen. 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 So what's the Holy Ghost? is a bringer of power. So it's a bringer or a conveyor of power for to become witnesses. Right? So amen. So the witness here, so we could see here that he said there would be witnesses when Holy Ghost come upon them. And then if you look at the season of the church, we've seen all kind of power that the Holy Ghost has brought, right? And people or men has witnessed this power before the people of earth or the nations of the earth. Right, so when Holy Ghost came, we could see that Holy Ghost brought healing power, all manner of power, right? Miracle power, amen. And then we saw in the if you have read God's General, you see in that season of the God's General where, where they talked about the healing move and then the Azusa streets, and we had a lot of healing power move across, and literally in that season. People came into that just because it was available in the hair, right? Amen. Amen. Are you with me tonight? Are you sure you are ready? Yes, Amen. 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 So we could see that. So Holy Ghost had some things he brought, 
right? Which is called power. But the power is here is the power. So meaning that in different seasons and time, right? Holy Ghost had shown some kind of power, right? But from the beginning, actually, the restoration that Jesus really, really wanted to do, the reason why they needed to be witnesses is because man had fallen, right? That's why they needed to witness a life. Really, the power of the Holy Ghost is not just to show power in terms of healing power. The reason for healing is because man has become sick. Normally, man should not be sick. Are you following me? Normally, man should not be sick. Man should not be poor. Man, all those things that we need power for now, it wasn't really supposed to be needed. Because I can establish it from the book of Genesis that that same man in Genesis 2, right, verse 7, that same man needed the ghosts. Because the Bible says God made him from the dust of the earth and then he breathed into him. Right? What did he breathe into him? His spirit. Thank you. So that breath is spirit too. And then he became living soul. Meaning that what they wanted him to do is to live by the spirit. You see that life is the witness of God in a man. Yeah, so you see, so when God breathed into him, the first step he took was God's step. You understand that kind of a thing? He was taking, he was using God's eyes to see. Meaning that he was, he needed spirits to, to relate with God's creation. Amen. 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 Because if you read verse 8, if you, if you can read it for me, maybe somebody should get Bible and read it for me. If you read verse 8, you'll see it there. Genesis 2, let's see. Chapter 7. Take so. Yes, sir. And the Lord God formed man from the, the dust. dust of the ground mm -hmm. and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Breath. And man became a living soul. A living soul. So you see there that the breath that was breathed into him was what? The breath of life. But the person who breathed into him is a spirit. Right? Yes. So God is a spirit. Jesus said something. He said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus became what? The Bible says the first man, which is Adam, the first Adam was what? Was a what? A living soul. But the last Adam was a quickening or a life-giving spirit. Meaning that he gives life. Hey, so Jesus was the true witness. Right? Of, of, of what God really want man to be. So when he said there will be witnesses to me unto the uttermost part of the earth. Meaning that they will be ministers of life or they will be givers of life. That's how they witness God's life to people. So, so meaning that, you see, when you say, I'm a witness. You know, somebody wants to go and witness to somebody. Gospel. You get what I'm trying to say? So, what you are doing is that you, what you first did is that you made that person to come. To, we call it born again. Right? Right? So you move that person 
from a region into another region. Because when you say born again, it's a movement. Right? Because when you say somebody is born into this world, they are in some place before. Right? Before you move them out. So you understand? All those things that happen, right? Because when a man and a woman come together and put seed there, it's God that gives spirit. Because there is no spirit. What man can create is body. You get That's what you can give. But God is the one that moves soul and spirit. That's why I can take it. That's why if God removes soul and spirit, you are gone. You understand? So, that, amen. So, it means that soul and spirit is God's own. Right? God owns it and then he gives it. Right? Right? As, as, as will. Because the Bible says it in Psalm 127. Right? He said he has those things in his quiver. Right? He says children are the heritage of God. Right? So, God is the owner of children. Or God is the owner of spirits. Because he's, he also fathers spirits. Right? He's a father of spirits. So God, anything about God. Everything about God is spirit. And then is life. Are we blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we could see there that when God breathed into him. So God, what God wanted to do. For Adam was that because when God pushed spirit into Adam, the, the, the kind of spirit that God pushed into Adam was not the very spirit. Even though God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Right? Because God, God is, he speaks those things that be not as though they were. And then he also speaks the beginning from the end. Yeah? Amen. So what God was doing, because God is very much aware that he has an enemy. Because before man came into existence, pastor, before man came into existence, a drama has already happened. Right? In heaven. Right? So meaning that God was already living, uh, God already had a creation that wasn't this creation. And they lived for God knows how long. Right? Before, because they had their congregation. So, man was an afterthought. Oh, I need you to follow me. So, man was an afterthought. Right? Amen. Meaning that God already had a, a, an existence, a creation that was happening in the heavens. Right? And we heard through the prophet Isaiah that there were, after a while, this man began to take some kind of trafficking. There was a spirit in heaven, which is a cherubim. A cherubim called Lucifer. They call him son of the morning. Meaning that God has given birth to different kind of spirits before. Right? So son of the morning is a... Well, if they call him son, meaning that he was a son to God. But that morning is a kind of morning. Because when you hear morning, morning means beginning. It's a starting of a day. Meaning that they have their beginning. They have their own beginning. But it's God that defines beginnings. Are you following me? So God has plenty beginnings. And he put things in those beginnings. But him doesn't begin. Him is far from beginning. 
right. Amen. Are we blessed tonight? Am, am I making sense? Right. Can I continue, sirs? Okay. So we could see his teaching. You know, his teaching. They already said his teaching series. So we must be ready. I will still sit and then, you know, just, I'm just following the flow. So, Pastor, sir, you could, you see there that, so I, I just wanted to establish that for us to see that this son here, which is Adam, was also, that is another beginning, right? But because something fell, they wanted to trap that thing. So, man was, was, amen. Yes, man, that man that they brought into creation because the Lord knew. You know, God is sovereign. He knew that Satan would quickly run because Satan had an aim. Let's, let me show you. I will come back there. Let's see Isaiah 14. So we'll preach together tonight, Pastor. Isaiah 14, right? If you are there, you can read for me. I think from verse 12, right? Where he was talking about Lucifer, son of the morning. How art thou fallen from heaven? How art thou fallen from heaven, <laughs> O Lucifer? O Lucifer, son of the morning. Son of the morning. How art thou cut down to the ground? Cut down to the ground. Which this weaken the nation. The nation. For thou didst say in thy heart. So, so, you see, so what happened is that he said something in his heart. So, meaning that Satan in that place had. So, so you could see that in the realm of the angel too, they have will. That's what I want to show you. They have heart. So they could will. They could reason. It's not like they are robots. Right? So in that world, they, they are thinking. They do things too. They think. Right? So, so because if he doesn't think, he cannot say in his heart. Right, so read on. I just want to show us something. Read on. Thou hast said in thine heart, in the heart, I will ascend into heaven. Into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. Of the congregation. In the side of the north. In the side of the north. Hold on. So meaning that he, he saw some kind of glory that really, really, so he, he, he became ambitious. The Bible talks about the angels that did not retain their estate. God has forever bound them in chains of darkness because they decided not to stay where God placed them. Right? So he became ambitious. But God gave him a, an existence and God wanted him to be content with that life. But in that realm, God was also displaying glory. Right? So he saw glory and then he desired it. And then he wanted it. Right? So because he wanted it, that, that transaction was called sin to him. Or sin for him. He sinned against his fabrication. Right, or we can call it constellation, or how they made him. Right, so there's a way they made him. Right, amen. amen. And when, the way they made him is so awesome because when you read, I think it was Ezekiel that was describing him from head to toe. 
He says, all precious stones are thy covering. So they covered him with massive, beautiful stones. <laughs> so, but yet, Koto is not enough. For that, be I don't know what, sorry, I don't know. Maybe I, because I've not seen that glory. <laughs> right. So it wasn't enough for him. Are you following me? Yes, sir. Are you following me tonight? Yes, so it was not enough for him. I'm going somewhere. So, but let me quickly say this and then we'll continue. So God saw something, Pastor, that because of this thing, you know, because of that, he said that in his heart and he sinned. I, I just, you know, caught it in my spirit that God also now said, okay, you see this thing that you wanted because this is what he wanted. He wanted glory. You want to sit, right? God says, I will, let us make man. <laughs> you, you, you. I told you to stay one place. You don't want to stay. You see that thing that you, don't, you, you are looking for? I will give it to dust. <laughs> I will create something out of nothing. You know that they said, they talked about our own glory, which is terrestrial. Their glory is a celestial glory. Meaning that they use dust of heaven to make them. Oh God. Pastor said, he read dust of heaven. Have you seen it before? Not seen it before. I don't know how it is. And that dust of heaven is what makes them invincible. What makes them special? You understand? If, a, if an angel come here now, you will fear. Because the first thing he will tell you, you say, fear not. Yeah. Go and read the Bible. You see, <laughs> a lot of time when they come in, they will just say, fear not. Because they know that they carry fear. Because they carry heaven. Uh, the one that did not believe one, they didn't believe Zachariah, did not believe Gabriel. Gabriel, luck is here. They didn't send Gabriel that work. <laughs> How do I know? Because it wasn't part of the script. When Gabriel was saying the things they sent him, he didn't say they sent me to lock your ear <laughs> and to lock your mouth. But he locked it. He said, me, that I stand in the presence of God. Me, Gabriel, you don't respect me. <laughs> okay, I will show you. I will show you that you are dust. <laughs> you understand? The lock is here. The lock is mouth. And he could not, he could not legislate or advocate, even though he's a priest. After the order of Abia. You don't know priests. He's not just a priest, he's an high priest. I one. Yeah? But even though you're an high priest, this one was telling me I stand before the presence of God. That one was higher. It was a higher priest than a natural priest. It is a different dust. So we've not seen that kind of dust before. Yet, God now showed, he said, so that's why when you hear things like, we speak wisdom amongst them that are perfect. He said, even the wisdom of God. You hear those kind of things. He said, he now begin to tell us there that, what, what was he saying? Where he was talking about, ah, say, the wisdom that we speak, they are the wisdom of using the base things of the earth to confound the wise. Who is wise? It's Satan. Because the Bible talks about him being bright. It's like the, in the brightness of your merchandise. That has corrupted all your wisdom. How did he corrupt his wisdom? It's his own brightness. Right? So it means that there's some is... Amen. Am I, am I making sense? Small, small. 
Amen. So you could see that that brightness was what makes him dull. <laughs> yes. So, but, so, so when you hear Paul talking, you could hear that they are not just addressing physical men, they are addressing spirits. Yes, that's why he came at some point. He said, if anybody change this message that we are preaching, let him be a call. Even if he's an angel. Ah. Meaning that they have authority to legislate at some dimension, to say some things against angels. Who is that guy, Paul? He carries gospel of Christ. You know, we don't know what the gospel of Christ is. We think gospel of Christ is for bread and butter. No! Ah! Gospel of Christ is to sit where Satan could not sit. It's to really make you kings and priests. You know, we claim kings and priests, but the people that are claiming it, they are kings and spirits in the spirit, but their soul has not journeyed there. How do I know? Bear the gospel. I, can, I will show us. I'm still trying to lay foundation so that I can teach. Because I know that if I go straight into teaching, I might be a little bit stuck. I don't want to be stuck, you know, whereby people are just thinking, okay, what's pastor say? What's I, I need to preach first. And probably excite us <laughs> a little bit. Praise God. Are we blessed tonight? Yes, so what was I saying? I was talking about, so you could see there that the, the angel did something and offend heaven, right? Or offended in the heavens. And God also wants to show him that it's not that I cannot give my throne to, to you, but it's not for you. You understand? So, you see that departure. That departure was not a, was not a friendly one. So, when the enemy, when Satan departed from heaven, he remained in his mind that he's going to still ascend. You see that statement he's saying there is what he has vowed that he would ascend. Right? So when God made man in his image, after his likeness, when they said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, they didn't say that the man we made first eh, is the very one. They said, we have made man in our image and our likeness. But how do I know? Comparing scripture with scripture, in Hebrews, they began to speak of another man. God who has hundred times in diverse manner spoke to us via the fathers, right? Or by the prophet. As in these last days, spoken to us by his son. Who being the what? Brightness of his glory. Then the express image of his person. So, meaning that this one is the very one that they spoke about from the beginning. Really, really, they were talking about themselves. They were talking about, oh God, are you following? But we will make it as man. That's, see, this is a great privilege for man. Because what God was, because John showed us, amen, 
John showed us something. I'm still laying doctrine. I'm trying to lay doctrine, but I'm, I'm doing something. See, so John showed us something. What did John show us, sir? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Every time I read that thing before, before, like a few years ago, I used to feel, why do they use was for God? Have you ever thought like that before? That why would they use was for God? In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. So, but later I came to understanding, bro Kelvin, that it is not God they use was for. It was word they use word for. Was for. It was word in the beginning was the word. It was word, logos. It was word. So, word was with God. God, word was also God. Meaning that there are three that bear it witness or bear a record in heaven. Right? Which is, so John also now showed us again that there were actually three before, but one of them is God but word. So the state he was in was the invincible state called word. Right? Amen. Amen. Meaning that they use him to make things. To do things. So in their realm is their word. That is their word. But that word is also God. Or was God. So the reason why they use the word was. Is because he is no more that. He's no more in that state. Was. He has moved from was. To his. Is in the realm of is is a man. Ah. Yes. So, so when God sold him, he returned him as a man. He sold word and received him back as a man. Meaning that we have an advocate, a representative for man who is the express image of God. So anything short of that man, God doesn't take it. But that's what he said now. He said it. He said, God has fabricated him to bring many sons to God. Glory is that realm. He is glory. So he has to bring many people like him to that place. So when he said, let us make man in our image, who had that ministry? The ministry is for the word to do. He was talking to him. So that thing that God was doing, he was making a new creation. That word. So the first one they made, that, amen. The first one they made was a bait for the enemy to, 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 to confound him. Yes. Are you following? To finish it, to, to see all that is in him. Because what he was bragging about, I'm teaching the end from the beginning of this message. This is the end of the message. <laughs> but I need to start like this and then I'll build back. Are we blessed tonight? Yes. So what is he doing? So he was using that to confound the wicked one. So God even allowed Satan to bring his tree. Into the garden. Right. So from the beginning. Like I said. 
The life of the spirit is the ordained life from the beginning. So they breathed into man spirit and then he became a living soul. So that spirit, so from the beginning, he was not, so, so the first Adam, the first man Adam was never supposed to be sick, right? And was not supposed to die, right? So there was not supposed to, and then apart from death, he's not supposed to know sin. Not to talk of sin. Do you understand? So he wasn't supposed to have the knowledge of sin. Right? So he was supposed to, so meaning that, Pastor, they made him to live unto God until he learns as becoming the image and then the very likeness of God. So when God was speaking, what they made was that they made a they made a son that is supposed to become, they made a son of man that is supposed to become the son of God. Right? So, using the pathway of the spirit. Right? So, what they did was that they now put a garden in Eden. Let's read it. Let's go there. Genesis 2. Let's go back there. We might be moving back and forth how the Spirit leads us, but we'll, do, we'll follow the Spirit. Are we blessed tonight? Yes, sir. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you for encouraging me. Read, Pastor, for me. And the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the ground mm-hmm. and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Bread of life. And man became a living soul. Living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. Eden. So, you see, Pastor, they couldn't plant the garden before the time. God made it, but there was no garden. Right, so meaning that the garden of the Lord or the garden of God was to bring him to becoming the son of God. So that's where they can culture God's life. Yes, thank you, sir. So they need to confine him into a place whereby he can find expression and he can use the life of God or use the, the life that is presented to him via fellowship to come into the life of God. Meaning that it's, it's amen. amen. So that man, mama, is supposed to go through process. Even the first man. Because a lot of time we used to think that that man is a done man. No, God was speaking. God doesn't, God is a God of process. Don't ever think that God, ah, God, ah, God. Yes, ah. At times, if God really loves you, the Bible says, to whom he loveth, he chasteneth. To the son whom he receiveth, he what? He also chasteneth. He cannot receive you. If he doesn't chastise you, you won't be okay. Imagine you have a child and you allow the child to just be doing anyhow. And then you now say, hey, it's just a child. You okay, okay. You have to. You understand me now? <laughs> You know, because stupidity is bound in the heart of this child. You need to slap it out. There are some demons, they don't hear what you slap. You understand me? Don't mind all these people here. They don't know anything. 
Me, my daughter, do any, I will lock you into the room. You will not go to school for three days. I will beat. <laughs> the evil spirit that is worrying you will come out. Uh, if I'm talking to my daughter, you see she, she might not be answering her mom, but by the time I look at her face, you, know, you want me to deal with you? We'll go somewhere together. We just enter my car. We lock ourselves. And we are done. By the time we are done, head is straight. Everybody is correct. And I don't want to hear cry. If I hear cry, <laughs> you understand? That's how to take care of a child. Because foolishness abound in the heart. There are some Demon, like when I was, when I stole in my life first time, I stole my dad's money inside his pocket. It was one slap. I stopped stealing, honestly. It was one slap. My dad has never beaten me before, but that day just drunk, dragged me. Hi! It's like the slap. You know that spirit? Don't, ah! As he like, you know? As he, because, <laughs> you know those slap that you just, you hear, you know that song that says, Bo oh. I want girl eating corn. Like they just started singing in my ear. So anytime you see money, you go and take it and give it back to them, Daddy. Money, I don't have anything to do with it. God forbid. <laughs> they cash me. <laughs> do you understand? But when you leave those children, they will learn. They will learn. Ah, they will disgrace you. So even God is like that. God didn't pity Jesus. God left him on the cross. He cried, Eli, 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 God, God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? I believe at that time, God just closed the window of heaven. Lock everywhere. As in, he's paying God, though, but let him suffer. Let him suffer. And the Bible says we should also reckon ourselves to be that, like that. He said, because if you suffer with him, you will be glorified with him. If people are running away from suffering, you cannot be glorified. And what is suffering there? He said it there in that same Peter. He said you should cease from sin. He didn't say you should not eat food. You should not buy clothes. He said cease from sin. So when we are saying suffering, they will not, they will not hate us. They will say they appreciate suffering. People should not buy. See, see me now. I'm looking very fine. I flew here. I didn't jog here. I didn't trek. So, it's not that kind of suffering. And if that is a sin, then I should suffer it to be so. If God revealed it to me as that, because God revealed to John the Baptist, sorry, John, there's the baptizer, that he should go to the wilderness and live there from 18 years old. So who should he tell? So you now, in, in, if you get to heaven, you will be bragging that you are in the same level with John. You want to be bragging that I mean, I know God. So, so if John show you his own CV in the spirit, say you know that you just, you just calm down. Because the Bible says people will be ashamed in heaven. Because all they use their own thing to do is to fly jets. Their own gospel to do. Oh, you didn't hear me. It's fly jets. And I'm not saying people that fly jets might also be suffering. Yes. It's possible. Yes. But child, make sure you suffer. Yes. Exactly. That one that Bible says. <laughs> you understand? So, amen. amen. Praise God. Are we blessed tonight? Yes.
Amen. So, sir, pastor, maybe we should continue, right? So, and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. So you could see that God put him there to confine him, to restrict him, so that the life, the seed of everlasting life that he has put in him could find expression. Meaning that everlasting life can grow. Yes. It can grow. People will look at us and say, you are saying heresy. That everlasting life, eternal life, they are different. I say, no. It is possible. One of the things the Lord told me, because you, are, you don't want to labor in the word. The Lord told me, I was praying. I said, God showed me. God showed me. He said, if sin can be different from death, then life can be different from abundance of life. Because sin is not the same as death. Is the is plenty sin <laughs> that leads to death. You have gathered plenty sin, then you will die. Because they didn't say the soul that sin once. They said the soul that sinned. <laughs> Meaning that you live in sin till you die. You understand? You can live till you die. So meaning that you can have life and be having life. <laughs> and be having life like money. Like you are gathering life. That's what Jesus said. Now you have it. I've come that you have life. And more abundant life. Meaning that somebody can have life and have life and have life and have life till he has life in abundance. Till he become a billionaire life ever. <laughs> in the spirit. So it's no error. God is a giver of life. That is what is have to give. If God wants to seal you away from the enemy, he needs to load you with life. They need to dose you so you will be full of life. And everything you are thinking, when they press you, it's life that comes out. When life comes, life go jam life. Yeah. Eh? When life hits you, life self go no say life day. <laughs> you know be one life you get. You know when I say somebody gets you they play game where we're bros. <laughs> oh god. Where you pack life from Mario, you know those kind of things. Ah, I used to play Mario in those days. Contra, all those things. Come get life. So if they kill you, you stand up again. You, you get to rematch. Eh? They say we don't die like that. It doesn't die. I mean, I doesn't die like that. They say one wish call me from one place. They call my name. They can't say he don't die. No, it's not me. It's not me. Because when you call me like that, it's life that will answer you. <laughs> Yeah, because the, the Lord giveth his beloved sleep. When you are calling me, I'm sleeping. If I paraventure wake up, I just want to pray or read my Bible. I don't have time for you. Amen. So, you know, there are some warfare. There is a realm you will get into, Pastor. There are some, you cease from some warfare. Imagine that they are calling Jesus' name. That Jesus I was walking on Galilee. Somebody now went somewhere. There will be trial. You understand? You can't call. You will not even have time for. He will not even pray. You know? You see the way he was sleeping in the boat, in the ship. Sorry, he slept. The way he slept, eh? That sleep is the sleep of death. Yes. 
is when somebody sleep. That kind of man, they sleep. When they sleep, they die. That's what that the devil man said. He said, I walk so much. When I walk myself to tire, if I sleep, I'm dead. <laughs> Seven hours straight, dead. By the time I wake up, I have my life again. Let's start. I don't wake. You, you don't understand that. I could not laugh. That's how Jesus slept. He slept as if the boat, you know that kind of ship moving back, back, back. People, wind everywhere is gone. I'm very sure if he, if he, if he snores, he will be snoring very high. <laughs> Peter will look at this man. He has plan. He just wants us to die like that. <laughs> By the time they woke him up, he still wake up. See, why do people are disturbing me from my sleep? Because he cannot die like that. Oh, you didn't hear me. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. That same thing happened to uh, Paul. He said, because God, who is the, who, whom I serve, and whom I whatever, has already appeared to me that this voyage, oh, it will be chaotic, oh, but none will, none will be lost. No life will be lost in this voyage. Go smoothly. And that was exactly what happened. When a viper came to bite him, people were waiting for him to die. He doesn't die like that. You know those kind of people. And he didn't pray, I bind you. I, you know, he doesn't, he's not doing all those. He's in another realm. He has gathered life. Yes. That's why we call this meeting life meetings. It's a meeting for to gather life. And have it in abundance. That's what I want to have. If I have that one, I'm made. That's a made man. A millionaire in life. A billionaire of life. Meaning that we have accounts in the spirit where we keep life. Yes, and it's your soul. That's where you trap life. Are we blessed tonight? Amen. Let's let's preach. Let's 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 teach God's word a bit. Are we blessed tonight? Okay, let's go on. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree. That okay. is planted to the site. To the site. And good for food. The tree of life also <laughs> in the midst of the garden. So you hear that? The tree of life. So meaning that God placed that tree for what? For life. Meaning that, Pastor Sir, if they call him living soul, meaning that that living soul does not still have the kind of life that God wanted him to have. That's why God has to put a tree in the garden of life. They call it tree of life. Right? Mama, tree of life. When you say tree in school, what does tree mean? Continuous grows into different branches. Thank you. Meaning that that tree is a tree of wisdom into all manner of God's life. Right? Meaning that he has, he has different kind of branches. He has not just wisdom. He has, he has expressions. He has all manner of things. That's why they call it the manifold wisdom of God. So meaning that God has many sides in life. Amen. amen. So, amen. amen. 
So that's what is called tree of life. Right? Jesus became it in John 15. He began to say it. He said, my, my father is the husband. He said, I'm the true vine. He said, my father is the husband. Meaning that my father put me in a, in a garden. Just like that. And he was growing me. What was he doing? He was making me a tree of life. Right? And then he began to talk about us as being branches in his tree. So it became something. Are you following me? It became what he said, what they were planning. So what he's now saying, he said, you need to drink into me. You need to be engrafted into me. There any branch that is in me that does not bear fruit. So what is the fruit they want us to bear? Life fruit. Because he's life being. He's the master of life. He's the owner of life. He's the life himself. The father has built him. So he became that tree. Meaning that that tree from the day one, mama, is due Jesus. That they planted in the garden. Meaning that Jesus was there all the way. He was waiting to swallow Adam. He was waiting for Adam to jump into him. Eat into me. But Adam ate into another life. Right? So that life that he ate into opened up a world that was entirely... You see, immediately he entered that world. He cannot find his way back. Never. That was why they said, because that life does not just have that tree. has many things. He has life. He has abundant life which you can also call eternal life, right? Everlasting eternal life. And then inside that tree also have immortality. That tree of immortality has invincible life. The Bible calls it God immortal. Eternal, invincible. The only wise God. So it was God in that tree. Right? So what, what they gave Adam was spirit to discern. His spirit to discern. That's why God came into this garden. Anytime God comes into the garden, he could see God. Right? He could see God. Besides, he, he tells God that I hear your voice walking. Meaning that even God's voice has a leg. It was only Adam that could see it. And could hear it. Are you following me? So Adam has ability to know spirit because he has spirit, right? So meaning that, pastor, in, that, in the garden, Adam was living a life of the spirit or in the spirit. And you know what? I want us to have a sense that that's how we should be. That's what I want us to have. I want us to have that sense that when the, the restoration, I'm still going there, that the restoration of all things was when they gave the Holy Ghost. You see, they were asking for Israel. Meaning that something has happened to them in that act, pastor. They were saying, when will you restore the kingdom of Israel? What is Israel? In the scheme of things. You understand? So if you don't go back to the beginning, you won't know that man has fallen far. You are thinking of Roman Empire, Roman this one, fighting one. Exactly, it's, it's beyond that. Your dominion is far beyond that. Your dominion is to trap a life and witness it. Are you following me? So you yeah, the dominion, all the dominion, dominion, all this dominion that we are shouting, seven mountains, all the dominion, seven mountains, schools, all those things are falling dominion. 
I'm going to express my dominion in, in business world. I want to express my dominion in, in laptop, in, in desktop, in sugar top. It's okay. But it's beyond that. It's okay. It's nice. You understand? If you go to school, show your dominion. It's fine. Go to church, sing, you know, all of those kind of things. <laughs> but, but the truth is, Adam was not singing in the garden. <laughs> but he had dominion. Jesus wasn't singing when he came. But he had dominion. God came and he was testifying of him that this one pleased me where? Where is his dominion? Meaning that where dominion really matters is doing things. Oh, you didn't hear me. Meaning that in the realm of the spirit is judging spirit. He was a judge doing nothing. In our own uh, like what we call something. You know, because, because when Jesus was living, he wasn't looking like as if he's doing nothing. His ministry is not like, his ministry looks some kind. 12 people, sometimes 70 go show, sometimes 120, sometimes 5,000 because of bread and butter. <laughs> you understand? Then they will go again, remain 12 again. I say, you will not go because you will now begin to talk about you will eat of my blood. You will drink of my blood. This is like uh, this ministry. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> this kind of ministry that I say, drink of my blood. <laughs> eat of my We are not courting something, something. <laughs> and he said, if you don't eat of me and drink of me, you can't be part of me. What is he saying? That you eat into the tree. That's what he's saying there. Descend this tree and eat it. Because that's what we have ordained for man from the beginning of time. If you don't do it, you can't be part of me. There is no way. I can't help you. Yeah. And there's some people pack their load. And he say, oh, oh, you say, maybe you too will follow. Is that a successful ministry? No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you people will follow it. But when God appeared, when he took the tree to the mountain, God said, this guy has pleased me. So meaning that somebody can be in the secret pleasing God. And he's not showing anything. He's not on TV. He's not in YouTube. It's not in anywhere, but it's pleasing God. And because of that guy, spirit are falling. Because Jesus said, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven in his own day. He said, Satan fell in his own day. And the Bible has already told us that we too we must make sure that we overcome the dragon by the blood of the lamb. And by the words of our testimony. I don't have time today. We will still get to that testimony. Maybe if we have more time. We will see that testimony is not, you know, I come to church and I come out. Hey, God just bless me. Hey, we, 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 we had one car before. Now we have four cars. In the realm of the spirits, it's not testimony. Because testimony, when Jesus, if Jesus is giving testimony, he didn't buy a car. He didn't have a church. He didn't build his own church. They didn't call it the church of Christ's mission or latter day saint. What did he do? He was even owing tax. They had to meet him on the road and say, bros, pay your tax. Then I start to ask questions. Who pay taxes? Is, is it the, own, the children of the land or the ones that are not the children of the land? Things just they always say, okay, don't, don't, let's not argue. Peter, let me do miracle. 
before we all go to jail. <laughs> well, that's the next thing. They will pack them. You know those Roman Empire, they don't get time. Eh, they don't want to know. Before they truncate the time before time. Let's quickly do miracle. You understand? Go and get me fish. Take coin. Any fish you get, take coin. Go and pay these people. I don't want trouble. So you see, the way Jesus was living his life looks somehow. It looks as if there is no plan. When they wake up, he said, the son of man doesn't have where to lay. He said, he said nests. Even nests have beds. They have beds. have nests. Beds. They have nests. Beds have nests. They're so organized that they have nests. Foxes have holes. He said, but the son of man does not have where to lay his head. And that's our Lord. So, and then when we now preach about him, we tell people that, ah, Jesus, he's a miracle worker. He will give you laptop. He will give you desktop. He said, I need to tell people the truth. I'm telling you that he will give you life. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Jesus gave laptop. He, gave, he has given us plenty of things. <laughs> yeah, and he will still keep giving us. But one thing I want you to know that everything Jesus gives serves life. That's what I want. It's when you get life, everything follows it. Because they have to serve it. But Jesus purposely lived a life to show us that the thing that the enemy makes glorious to make men perpetually sinners. Because sin, amen. Are you guys following me tonight? You, Pastor, you can allow me tonight to do this. Maybe tomorrow I would have more time to teach. Right, sir? Please, sir. So, but I just, I'm trying to lay some kind of foundation that what we call sin, Pastor, is not, is not sin, is not what we commit. Is not what we commit. As in uh, fornication, lie, all those things. Those are works of sin. Those are works of the flesh. The Bible says the works of the flesh are made manifest, right? But sin itself is glory life. I want you to see something. Sin is a life of a falling cherub. Of a falling evil spirit. Or of a falling angel. Is, is life. Am I, am I making any sense? Yes, so what sin is, pastor, is a glorious life. I'm not lying to you. Something is smelling. Okay, is it okay? So what did I call it? Glorious life. So what? See, Satan will not show you all his sin. Oh. If you don't have a glory, if you are not a glorious being or you are not going for glory. You know why? Let me show you something, Pastor. What I meant is this. It's very simple. What I'm showing tonight is very simple. So, when Jesus appeared in the wilderness for 40 days and he was done after 40 days, he appeared to Jesus. What did he show Jesus? Did he show Jesus girls and find fine girls and maybe strippers and all of those kind of things. And then did you show Jesus Jeep? One mighty 2026. 
Lamborghini. Did he show him that one? What did they say he showed him? The kingdoms and then the glories of this world. So what is the glory of this world? Meaning that he knows that if he shows Jesus the glory of this world, it will tempt him. But me, I know that car will not tempt Jesus. So what did he show Jesus? He showed Jesus a life of a dominion. You said it already. Kingdom. King dominion. What you want is dominion. I will give it to you. Just worship me. And everybody will worship you. Just for worshiping me. So real sin, ma, is dominion. Because that was what God promised man to. Have dominion. So when they want to raise man, really, 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 man is for dominion. Exactly. So what Satan, how did Satan commit sin first? His dominion he was looking for. That was his sin. He thought in his heart. He will see it. That was his sin. Oh, Shabi, you read it for me now. So what was his sin? Is that I want to dominate. I want to be in charge. Right? So all of those other ones. So a lot of time, we now express dominion in fornication. In what do you call it? You get, I have 10 cars. I have, so what we are seeing is the sin within that is doing those things. Those things are not, are not the sin. The sin is inside. So even those things, even if you remove those things, the sin is still there. It will still produce another thing. Thank you, sir. So the sin is still there. It's there. Even if, so somebody might not have anything and be a sinner. He might not be lying. He might not be doing anything. He might even be moral, but he's a sinner. Because sin is inside. He's that thing that is called flesh. That is God inside the soul. He's just there. So somebody cannot, he might not have gone anywhere, but he's everywhere. So what is doing that thing? Are we, are we, are we seeing what I'm saying? What is doing that thing is the sin. Right? And that thing, Eh, as long as he's there, it will lead to death. So that's what Jesus came for. So that was one of the things Satan wanted to call out of Jesus. If you are the son of man. Because that's what they do. Turn stone to bread. If you are the son of God, turn stone to bread. So that's what he does. He uses his power to satisfy it himself. So that's what sin does. That's how sin expresses dominion. Satisfy self. That's why when they begin to teach us Christ, Mama, the first thing they begin to deal with, teaching Christ, the doctrine of Christ, is that they will begin to deal with self. Flesh. So they will say, walk in love. That's what they do. That's what they call you into. That's why they give you life. So before they can give you life, they will train you. They say, die. Die to yourself. So if your, if your wife talks to you anyhow, Forgiver. Say, hold yourself. Forgiver. Don't worry. Forget about it. So, if you have Holy Ghost, for him to make you witness, he has to deal with your flesh. So, what is the flesh? Is the life of Satan in every soul. So, the first thing they do, when you say, I am born again, they give you Holy Ghost. Right? Yes, sir. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is that Holy Ghost must 
take you through the season of conversion. That conversion is what a lot of Christians are running away from. And saying that I already have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. Ah, I'm dancing like my daughter now. I have the life of God in me. I like it. You have the life of God in you, which is the Holy Ghost, but it's not in your soul. So that's where Romans 12 now says, you present your body. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, right? You present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It's you that will do it, right? Right? So what did he now say? He now said that you should do what? Help me now. Verse 2. To God, which is your reasonable service. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? So that you may what? Come into the what? The good will, acceptable will, and then the perfect will of God. So you won't come into the will of God if there is no renewing of your mind. So the renewing of your mind is not just a reading Bible. Because verse 1 says you should present your bodies. Your body is there, spirit, soul. Right? Spirit, soul, and body, or your soul and body. We can even say it like that. Amen. Amen. Are we following me? Because renewing of the mind is not just reading what. It's doing what you have read. By the help of the spirit. So, because the spirit, the Bible says that you should mortify, therefore, your members. Right? By the spirit. Right? Romans 8, right? So, Romans 8 said we should mortify members, right? Colossians also said it, right? Colossians 3 also said it, that we should mortify our member. But you cannot renew mind if the spirit is not there. That's why an unbeliever cannot mortify the flesh because you don't have Holy Ghost. So, Holy Ghost is for to do something. So anytime you take word, Holy Ghost uses that word to clean you. So when you take word and you stay on word in the season of meditation, are you following me? So anytime issue appear, Holy Ghost come and shine light on the word and make it alive. And you say, oh, so he tells you this is how you should be, not like this. You will say this is dark. This is, this is evil. Are you following me? Then you live like that. That's how you become servant of righteous, or we say servant of the Holy Ghost. Because you have to first of all serve Holy Ghost before you can serve Jesus. Yes. You read it today, John 14. Because if you don't serve Holy Ghost where Jesus will not appear to you. But Jesus said in that John 14 verse 1, he said, the world will no longer see me, but you, you will see me. Uh-huh. You will see me. How will you see me? Because you are not of this world. Right? How will you come out of the world? Because another one says, come out from among them. Be ye separate. Yes, is this 1 Corinthians 6? Yeah, be ye separate. He said, and then I will do what? I will receive you. He said, touch not the unclean thing. Then I will do what? I will receive you. So how will you not touch the unclean thing if you don't know what is unclean? 
You have to know it. It has to be by the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost is a revealer of unclean things. Right? Amen. Am I making sense tonight? Where were we, sir? <laughs> okay, so it's Genesis, right? So, so I was talking about the tree of life. That, so, and then I spoke about sin also, right? So we could see, Pastor, that the sin is glory, right? What did I call sin? The glory or dominion of, of a fallen angel or the life of a fallen angel, right? So that's what he's using to live. So what he proposed to man was his life. That's what I'm trying to say. So the proposal, the whole chart and all of that is to sell his own life to man. Right. So when God says, let us make man in our image after our likeness, if he felt like, okay, God, if God is saying this, then maybe, and then he saw that God breathed into man because he is not oblivious of all those events. Because if he is, then he would not know where man is. Yeah. Are you following me? He wouldn't have come for man. Because after God placed his tree, he to move his tree quickly into the garden. And God did not stop him. You know why God did not stop him? How many of you can tell me why? You know why? Because if you send me out of heaven, where do you want me to be? Because now in all the realms, he becomes a destitute. He's roaming. So God looks at him like we cannot keep him in the heavens. We need to cut him down. And it would be unfair to just cut him away. Right? So God looked at him like, okay, we need to take him down, down, down. So they made man. They made man in a realm. Whereby, so when God began to announce about man, it felt like for me to, because if God has promised man image and likeness, because image and likeness are the two immutable things that God cannot lie. Those are the things of his nature. Are you, are you following me? Those are his nature. That's why they call Jesus' express image brightness. That brightness is also likeness. Are you following me? So all those two things, uh, we can also call it light and perfection. Urim and Tumim. That is upon the priest's um, breasts, right? So you could see that all those two things is what makes God sit on the throne. Yes. That's what makes God God. Two things, two immutable things. Right? So, are you following me? That's why they made man too like that in a way. Man has heart and mind. That's why you hear scripture says, I'll write my law in their heart. I'll put it in their mind. And then you see it again. You say, I'll write it in their mind. And then I'll put it in their heart. Meaning that I have to do two things in the same, the same way in those two places. That is for to form judgment. Sit. So when you see that table, 
Amen. When you see, because that's the, the law, is the law, is the law that is on the mercy seat or in the most holy place, right? That's what God used as a, as a tool for dominion. Will. We can also call it will of God. The will of God is the, is the law of God in the mercy seat or in the mercy place. Most holy place. Are you following? Yes, so if you are looking for, when I said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. You see, what sits with God is his word. We can also call it his law. He's always with God. He's a king. So when he's moving, he moves with his law. Are you following? Because his law is the, is the tool for reigning. For dominion. So if God wants to come down, he has to send his law first. So you understand. So if people take his law, then they can take him. That was why when Jesus came, that was what he began to say. Thy will be done. That will is law on earth as it is in heaven. That's how God reigns in the heaven. There is will. Even that will counsel God. Maybe God won't do something. The will go call and say, you know, now like this is opposed one. So meaning that God consults his law before he does things. Are you following me? That's why you can take God's word at times, even on the face level, and use it. And God will be bound by it. You see, they, because they use seven, they use blood, and they try this thing seven times. Are you following me? To lock, this, to lock God's word. So you can open Bible. You see some people do Strange things with Bible. You understand? They would just open it. God, your word said. <laughs> uh, people like our daddy, um, uh, Bishop Uyedepo. You can see, see the way they use scripture. And it works. They would just sit and say, God said to me, I am his wife and he's my husband. Anything my husband, anything that they confer on the husband, comes upon the wife. So therefore, anything that my father has to enjoy, I enjoy it. Nobody can take this enjoyment from me. You cannot take it from him. God will honor the word. <laughs> so you understand? Because he believes it. He can die. He can ah, see this word. He, God said it. Have you? Ah, I like Baba. Anytime I listen, he will just be shouting. I say, God said it. I believe it. God said it. He has said it. So therefore, I believe it. You cannot take it from him. Heaven will move because of the word. Are you following me? Are you following me? But Jesus also have, there is also called, what is called the word of reconciliation. You understand? So Jesus also knows that, because Jesus, Jesus, Jesus knows things that he can stop his death. You don't know. That if you, if you begin to tax God's word, God will not have, have, have a choice than to stop the whole process. So when Jesus was groaning that night and was praying blood, angel came. They were gisting with him. Boss, you need to say this thing. You need to consider us. Yes, sir, this is your own portion. Please have mercy on us. Don't change mind. You know? <laughs> because if you change mind, ah, everybody will be doomed forever. If Jesus should change mind that night, they call it hour of temptation. That moment. Satan was everywhere, everywhere. They, Satan was confused. He doesn't know what is happening. 
But he just, what is happening? He shall want to scatter things. Serpent was moving. Jesus, they sealed that dimension from him. He didn't know that Jesus must die. He must die because one must lay down. And he, he was saying it over and over. The son of man must lay down his life. He said, a corn of wheat must fall down and die. And, but because if he does not die, he abideth alone. It will be only me that will have this life. And I must share this life. Everybody must have. Pastor must partake. Pastor must eat. Me too, I must chop of this life. Everybody must chop, so I must die. It is compulsory that I should go down. So angel has to come. Say, you have forgotten. You said it over and over, sir. Please don't change mind. I beg you. Because he needs to purify heaven too. Heaven has been defied. Hebrews talk about it. Heaven has been there. You need to take his blood into heaven and go and purify that place. Because when Satan fell, that thing moved a lot of angels. They caused commotion in the heavens. So they need to clean heaven with a pure blood. God needs to drink blood to be at peace. So since that time that Satan fell, God has been agitating somewhere. God needs blood. You know, gods, they, they drink blood. Now blood, then they drink. Now why he said, eh, sacrifice is an offering. That would not. Now they kill bull, goats, all those things. It doesn't, ah, it doesn't sweet me. Anytime I drink that one, I, I need a blood. A blood of a new man. A blood that has not been stained. All man have seen, they've gone their separate ways. They've gone astray, but I need one that is very clean. I need a sweet blood. So as Jesus was living a life, a good life, Pastor, God was already sensing that blood. This blood was sweet. Ah, you know, ah, I need to put straw inside this one. And I be okay. So you know when God shot window, it was that blood he was waiting for. Guy, die, 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 die. Don't beg me now. Die. They have to deploy angels. God turn his back. This guy, he must not change. I have to drink of his blood. So you see what the blood said. So that's why when you shout, Jesus, you know what happened? He's pleased. God is pleased. Anytime you shout, Jesus, when God hear that name, the Bible says at that name, every knee bows because that name pleased God. Amen. Amen. Are we blessed tonight? Pastor. So Jesus had to God had to they had to help him. You know they helped him. He's in Hebrews 5. He said he prayed, he cried to with contrition and tears to him that's able to save him from death. Uh, in that he was head, in that he feared, then he was head. He was scared. He was scared of death. Jesus had never died before. <laughs> he has been living. He has been living. He has been living. But that day they will put all the deaths, every, everything, death, sin, hell, everything, they will knock it on him. They are going to put it on me. They are going to put it on me. Daddy, where are you going to be? If this thing will come on me, where are you going to be? You will remember what again. I will not leave your soul in shield. I will not allow you to see corruption. Don't worry, my son. Do this for me. Let me drink of your blood. Let me drink of you. Please, I beg you. I beg you, Jesus. 
Jesus said, ah, strengthen me, Father. And then he will rise again and go outside. Boys don't sleep. Peter, ah, you can't just tarry with me for one hour. Ah, after all the shouts, all these boys, they don't, they don't make their mouth. I will die with you, Lord. Others. You know the way we will come to the presence of God and say, God, I will die with you, Jesus. One tribulation. <laughs> one tribulation. God, why me, Lord? Why me? Why me? And they go look at you, but you say you will die with me. You want to go far with me, but don't, don't worry. Jesus too can be touched by the feelings of your infirmities. Because there are infirmities in the soul. That's why they need to help us. That's why they need to help us. How do they help us? Spirit and life. Spirit and word. So they will start small, small. Pastor, they will start small, small. They measure life to you, small, small doses. So they will be giving you what? They will ask you, okay, today, relinquish this one. Here you understand. The one thing they want to collect from you sometimes is your right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You say, leave your right. Especially if you have a wife. A wife is a, is a, is a, is a, is a life. Like a knife. <laughs> you understand? Because they have to take your life. To give you life. That's how they wife you. Yes, yes. It's wife to life. They wife you to life. It's called Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Or fire. You understand? They have to Wi-Fi you. It's wife. So because wife is also has something to do with help. It's help meet. Is like he's ah. an holy ghost in a way too. Ah. Because that's the only two places they call help. Yeah. Holy ghost, help, wife, help. So you think wife is to help you to, to the cook soup or oh all those things. Not alone. Oh that one is good. But that wife, he will really wife you. I tell you, no matter how good your wife is, she will wife you. Honestly. Many things change in my life. When I when I married, when I was wife, sir, I could use my boxers for forty days and forty nights before I got wiped. But after I got wiped, one day one boxers. Who are you to wear one boxers for two days? You understand? That's where my tribulation started. I am Arakata. Ah, this thing is real. You understand? Say, ah, sweetheart, you are just sitting on your own. Sweetheart, why are you sitting there? You should be doing the... So you know those kind of things. Have you ever been eating before, ma? You are eating before. Is that your food that they want to eat? But there is food in the pot. <laughs> this one is not enough. No, we will eat that one. So you have to learn to accommodate. You have to, have to adjust. That's why some people beat their wife. Because they just, they just won't drink. <laughs> Kilo shelly, me. Kilo. At times I used to ask that question. When my wife comes, sweeter. If I just hear there's a way she will call me sweeter, I say, What happens? Now? <laughs> what's, what's the issue? They say, No issue. I'm just calling okay, ma. So what's the, Just tell me. Anything you tell me to do, I do. Because I want life. After a while, I became better. Honestly. Better, better, better. 
There are days where my, my wife will wake up. Me, my, my work starts maybe nine. My wife starts seven. Since, 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 God knows when. Since Nigeria, I got married 2010. Since 2010. Sir, they wake me up seven. Since 30, I must carry her to work. She can drive, but I must drive. <laughs> we are all going to wake together. I want to sleep. It's morning time that the sleep is sweet. The sweet taste of the sleep is morning. See, starting. If you sleep that sleep to seven, you'll be all right. But you must stand up. From 5.30, we are standing together. No Later, I adjusted. I thought I would ask. <laughs> Even when I got to Canada, I thought it was going to change. It was the same. So God told me some things will not change. You have to change. Some things will never change. You change. Why do you want it to change? You can change. I say, yes, God, help me to change. Immediately I pray to God, I just find mercy. Find grace. Change. Started doing it. Sweetheart, I like that you are the one. I have brethren in the house. They can wash plate, but you help me wash plate. You get as your plate washing. They give me, they say there is an oblation. You understand? There is a sacrifice. There is a, there is a pleasing offering that I receive from the incense. So you have to die that death. So when they give you wife, they help you. They help you. You are about to wife. So. <laughs> help us come. All the freedom. Ah, where are you now? Hey, hey, where are you now? Somebody will be monitoring you. Hello, where are you now? Okay. You know. In those days, when we, when we were boys, when you enter daddy, daddy is preaching, you just sit down anyhow. You just look. Yeah. You just look. At times, you go, go back. You go just walk out, come out, come back. When I got married, my wife says, sit in the front. Sit. Listen. Can't you see every other person? Are you the only one here? Carry your Bible. She's looking. Instead of her to be listening to word, it's you that she's looking at. How are you receiving the word? You understand? Where is your Bible? Where is your Bible and your pencil? Right, sweetheart. Right, right. I say I'm hearing. No, you are not hearing. There is another hearing that is writing. Yes. When you write, you hear well. You hear twice. I have to adjust again. Okay, no problem. I get, I get jota. No problem. It's for my life. But you can fight it. And then you deny yourself of life. Then you understand. But that's my own. God too has his own. Me too. God told me that you too. You are also doing something. To her. But your own death is life for her. Yes. That's how to lead about a wife. To lead a wife. Amen. Amen. To lead a wife is not, hey, you, if you don't, if I cash you, if I cash you. No, that's not how to lead a wife. To lead a wife is to show the life. To show the life of meekness and lowliness. You know what I'm saying? Let me carry that thing. You carry it. Ah, okay, so what are we washing now? Okay, let's do it. She will be respecting you. Ah, this is a husband. Ah, this one, they banned me where? Husband. That's how to husband. You put her in a prison. Yes, you band her. You'll be helping her, doing everything. Okay. So you'll be the macho. 
of the house. You understand? Okay, go under the basement, lose that thing for me. Okay, no problem. <laughs> My husband, correct man. Mm, well done, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, your food is ready now. Come on, shop. When you shop, finish. You have energy again. Oh, yeah. Let's go and wash plates. Uh -huh, okay. You wash. Okay, you understand? And then you sell your idea small, small. Okay, you know that. That's not how to talk to somebody. There are times you just need to do it like this. Hey, do you mean that I talk to you anyhow like that? Ah, that's in pain, me small. No verse. Okay, okay, okay. No problem. No, I'm very sorry. But you wait for a proper time. Not that I shut up. Shut, shut up. They didn't train you in your father's house. I will train you here. You will lose life. You will lose life. You should be wise unto salvation. Because around the women, Satan is very close. Yes, he talks to them. See this guy. He's talking to you. And he doesn't like it. He doesn't do it. Because their emotions is wide. But it's the way you stand as a lord in your house. It's the way you do your conversation. Then you'll be looking at this guy is a man of God. The man of God is not Bible. It's not, hey, open to verse 2. You open uh, every morning devotion. It's, it's, it's 6 p.m. Everybody, wake up in this house. Of the man. You might not even be doing that. Your life. Your life. So the day you say devotion time and you open Bible, the Bible will be making sense. You'll be looking at your life and be looking Bible. Like, ah, this thing is coming. It looks the same. He's a man of God. The day you get to that place before your wife, know that you have life. If your wife cannot see a man of God, it's your wife that can testify of you as a man of God. Yes. First of all, if your wife can say, ah, this man is a good man. He's a good man. Go and look at that man. He's a good man. And the person is not saying it out of say. I just, uh, I just uh, promote your, <laughs> your level. Let me say, I just talk out for outside because, you know, say, I don't want to spoil your, change your ways. So. <laughs> Amen. Are we blessed tonight? What I, was I saying? Say, why did I get to this place? Tree of life. So you see, tree of life. So you see, sin is still even... With all what I've said, you can still see that a believer, even that is born again, still have sin in the soul that needs to be remitted by the blood of Jesus. So the first sin they remit was the sin, it was death in the spirit. I'm, I'm preaching like this because a lot of times people feel, ah, we say Christians still have sin. Christians still have sin. If Christians does not have sin, why do they commit sin? Oh, a lot of Christians commit sin these days. They live anyhow. And they say, they preach, they open First John. And say, if we say we have no sin, we lie. And the truth is not in us. So it's my body that is sin. It's not my, my spirit and all those things. They don't understand Bible. Hmm? If they understand what John was saying there, they will know that the sin John was talking about there is not the sin of the outer court. He's talking about the sin of the holy. Those are sins because he already talked about his fellowship. First John 1 verse 1. What did he say there? 
while which they have seen, which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have heard, and then our, we look upon it, and then our hand have handled it. The word of life, right? And then he now began to talk about the light that is in God. He said, this then is the message, right? Do we want to go there so that we can see it? Are we blessed tonight? Yes, so, meaning that one of the deliverance that God wants to do for us, Pastor, I'm going to get to, everything I'm teaching is life in the spirit, sir. I hope, I hope, I hope we are together, sir. Okay. So, it's life in the spirit. I wanted to start, there's a way I want to follow this message, but it didn't go like that. Honestly, in my head, there's a way I think about, besides I compare scripture with scripture, I was looking, but it didn't go like that. This is how the Holy Ghost wants me to minister this thing today. So, I'll just go like this. We'll continue tomorrow. Let's labor. For this meat. The Bible says you should labor for the meat that what endure it to everlasting life. There is a meat that you can eat and eat and eat. You will get everlasting life. You know some people think that everlasting life is when you gave your life to Christ, you have everlasting life. Because you know Jesus said, he said, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever what believeth in him should not what perish but have everlasting life. But, so, but have everlasting life. So, meaning that you might not have everlasting life. Because he said it there, that believeth in him. Meaning that we believe unto the saving of our soul. Right? You don't believe once and stop believing. Right? And then Jesus was the one that said it also, that you should labor for a meat that lead to everlasting life. Then, in the book of Galatians 5, Galatians 5 spoke about it, where he was talking about, is it 5 or 6, where he was talking about that if you sow to the flesh, you would of the flesh reap corruption. It's Christian that is talking to not unbelievers. He said, and if you of the spirit, eh, if you sow to the spirit, you would of the spirit reap. If he's reaping everlasting life, if he's reaping everlasting life, meaning that you have to sow it and reap it. You have to pour water on it. Water it, water it till it grow, till it bear fruit, and then you reap it. So it's a process. Everlasting life is not that, it's not going to heaven. You can go to heaven and not have everlasting life. You know, those things sound like, ah, what are we saying? Because you need your life here to reap everlasting life. That's why when you gave your life to Christ, they didn't kill you that day. If they need you to come up immediately, if you, they know that ah, you have had everlasting life, kill you and then take you so that you can go. They didn't kill you that day. That's why if you read the book of Revelation, people will get to heaven, that new world, they will still need to heal them because they kept a tree. They said they have two trees for the healing of the nations, meaning that some nations will still carry things, although they escaped, but they are not totally healed. But for that healing time, there will not be reward for that. You understand? So, but everybody that labor in this present life with the Lord, you walk with God, you live a life that God has measured for you. Because God will be measuring commandment. That's what Pastor said. That if you love me, you will keep my... Meaning that if you say keep, meaning that he's giving you commandment to keep. When he gives it to you, you keep it. That word keep means that do it. Keep it. Do it. So as you do it, you are a keeper. You will be keeping commandment. Meaning that your soul will be a land, like you said. It's a place where you keep commandment of God. Meaning that God has commanded you the way he commanded Abraham. 
As he said in Galatians 5, if you say you are part of Abraham, then you have to be like, if you say you are Abraham's seed, then you must be a faithful Abraham. You must have faith like Abraham. And what faith does is that faith makes you to live a life of commandment because they commanded Abraham. They didn't just give Abraham katua and all of those things. They commanded him, see, they commanded him that he's going to lay down his son and kill him. Are you following me? So Abraham was following God. He said, walk before me till you are perfect. Not that it's one day. He didn't get perfect. One day he was, they were trailing his life. They, 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 they deny him of some things. Like people gave birth quickly. He did not give birth until 100 years. Even after he gave birth in 100 years, after some time, they said, go and kill the child. Ah, ah. So if Abraham was like that, God knew that he needs to see something. I'm, I'm rushing because of, of time. You know, Abraham needs to see something. And Abraham saw it. Later, Abraham knew what God was saying. Abraham began to know that God is saying, it's not about all these things. It's not about a child. It's not about not having. It's not about these things. It's not about this world. It's not about this land. Because God was leading him to a country. Later, Abraham began to look for a country whose builder and maker is God. So what country was he looking for? Is a land in God. Life! Thank you, sir. So he was looking for life. He was looking for something else. So Jesus now testified of Abraham. He said, Abraham saw me because he was looking for me. He saw my days. So meaning that Abraham moved beyond this time and entered into everlasting time or everlasting life. He entered into a realm of the unseen by faith. That's what faith should deliver to a man. That's what faith should give us. It should give us a land. So if your faith is giving you what unbeliever can have, it's not God's faith. It's still the low faith. You understand? When you see people, they come to church and they begin to preach Dangote. I laugh. They begin to preach Bill Gates. Bill Gates has made something in life. He has faith. He even has faith more than some believers. Besides, some people even bring Ellen Paul these days now and uh, Bovi, comedian, to come and talk to saints. Leadership by excellence. Okay now. Excellence in leadership because your destiny is comedy. <laughs> Comic the destiny. Eh? <laughs> you know how far. <laughs> Our destiny is not comedy. Our destiny is a world of the unseen. The Bible calls it the world to come whereof we speak. There is something we are speaking in another world. And a man has gotten into that world. And that's the man we should see. And that's what our faith should deliver to us. And there is nobody that is going to that country, a far country, that any, every other thing will not want to follow you there. Because the whole creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. The sons of God are from another country. They are from another land. They are wayfaring man. They are wayfaring men. They are sojourners. They, they are journeying to their own country. That's why the deliverance of the creation is in the hands of the sons. The Bible says this is the reason why the Son of Man was made, the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works, all the works of the devil. The works of the devil is the glories of this world. I told you already the works of the devil is sin and death. The works of the devil is hell and death. 
Because the Bible says, Jesus said something. He says, he says, I will build my church. That's my sons. I will build my ecclesias. He said, the gates of hell. Meaning that hell is a wisdom. Hell is a gate. Hell is a machinery against the church. And what the hell is doing is, is exalting the glories of this world. And he's saying that that is what your destiny is for. Use your faith for that glory. Use your faith for that dominion. But no, faith, the season of faith has changed. Faith will be used differently in these last days. This last time is the time of salvation. Where man will begin to use their faith to pursue righteousness. To pursue holiness in God. To pursue God himself. That until I appear in your likeness, until I appear in your image, I would not stop. I will not stop my journey. I want to appear like you. As you have said, let us make man. That is my destiny. That is where I'm going to. And that's what the spirit has come to deliver. The spirit has not come to deliver a tangible world that is passing away. This world is passing away. This one is going to be folded like dirty garment. But the Bible says that another one is coming that would appear. He said, he said what manner of man ought you to be? He said, hastening unto, running to a new heavens and a new earth. There is a new one coming and we have to appear in that new one. How do we appear? There must be a walk of faith in our soul. It must start and we must activate faith. We must burn for the Lord like you said. There must be fire. Fire for my God. Fire for my Lord. You know, you know what, what happened to Mary? Mary, Mary is in Magdalene. He says, where is my Lord? Where have you taken him to? And he began to run. He said, they, they, they said they saw the Lord. Where is my Lord? Where is my Lord? He has risen. Where is he? I want to see him. And the Lord was already going. He was already going to heaven. He was about to appear before God. And his father stood and said, go back. That heart is crying for you. That heart is yearning for you. And any heart that is yearning and burning for the Lord, he has to come back for you. Ah, I cannot leave this heart. So that heart, even Jesus was going in an attitude of life to appear before his father. But he couldn't go because his heart was calling him. His heart was calling him, show me my Lord. Where is my Lord? And then the Lord has to appear to him. He said, I, he said, you can't touch me now, Mary. He said, because I have not yet appeared before my father. You called me back. I was supposed to appear before my father, your father. My God, your God. But I cannot because you called me. I just want to show you my face. Meaning that there are many that are willing to see his face in these three days. He's going to show his face. As many that are willing to say, God, I want to use my faith to capture you. Meaning that Mary wasn't using his, her faith for car. He wasn't using her faith for anything. But he wants to see our Lord. I just want to use my faith to capture God. I want to use my faith to rapture God. Can I go with you, Lord? I just want to go with you. It's you that I want. Can we begin to pray this evening and say, God, help me, Lord. Help me. I've been denied of my lover for too long. Simian Nama, 
Baba Beta Semeya Mata, Eya Maniata Miatama, Eya Manamania Matimiti Miatamata, Eya Matimiti Mi, Eya Matimiti Mima, Ayamatimiti, Ayamati, Ayamati Moti, Mate Moti, Miti Moti, Mighty Moti, Ayamatomea, Ayamatomea, Ayamia Mamma, Yama, Ayamamia, Mamia, Eh, Mia Mamata, Ayamaketa Miat Miatiatama. I am a toti at a maskatiti. Ashkatati. I at a mati at a mati at a maskatiya. Sassafarama Zifere ne hesefere ne kiuru maha meke na hama. Emjana masa safarana nato susumene kahari atamaha. Empraza halavanama. Semeshana maha. Thank you, Father. Oh, Father, we thank you. Oh, Masiri Gahara Mahata. Let's just pray. Uh, Masitive that the Lord would help us to see, to see him, to born for him. As we started praying that prayer, I feel it's just uh, a desire. The Lord wants to burn towards you and I. And he wants you to burn for him. Burn towards him. He, want to, he wants to burn towards you. To, he burns towards those that burn towards him. So I want us to pray for the desire to... It's, it's, the Lord wants to move our... It's, it's like a sight to see the real things that we should be for spiritually. There are there are things that we have, but, there are, but there, there's the true bread that we should labor for. Let's pray that the Lord would help our heart to, to see the true bread, bread as what to pursue. Let's just pray. Mahasafana maharaya zephana mahatakariya tavarana sahara mahara matuvenema. That our heart. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name, you we have prayed. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim shine for You dwells between the cherubim shine for